like it should play before Bob Ross starts painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to paint, everybody. We're going to paint some fun. It's, it's Chris Denman, Travis Terrell. It's We Are Live special conversation with Helium Comedy Club's headliner this weekend. Up, he likes club titties. It's Jay Farrell. That's right. Wow. This is okay. Yeah. Right into it. Right into it. I was just saying, my, it, right it, away. I was saying, it's Mardi Gras this weekend. They were saying you're gonna have a good, you're gonna have a good turnout. I was like, I hope. I said, forget the Mardi. Just show your tits in the club. Show them in the club. <laughs> Come in the club with that. That's what it's yeah. all. Like I will, I will look. I won't touch. <laughs> I will definitely observe, <laughs> and I will tell you whether I think they are real or fake, because that's the that's the competition I just did on the other show. It was fun. <laughs> real versus fake ones. Oh, How did it boy. go? Do you huh? feel like you're? I, I I was I I got I got a sixty six. <laughs> you were so you. I got a sixty six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm like, and I was mad. I got the one, the last one. I was like, yo, I'm I watching the porn. I should know these. Things. Yeah, that's true. And I've done enough in these streets to be able to decipher whether somebody's got the fake ones or the real ones. You've one. done enough in these streets. I've done enough in these streets. You know the fake ones feel like rubber cement. Mm. Yeah, it's strange. It is rubber like, cement. Do you <laughs> like that? Is this aggressive? Here you like, go. Mm. That? Wow, wow. That's a <laughs> mm. It vibrates boom, boom. back at you? It does. Uh-huh. It has seismic waves. Yeah. You, by the way, you can catch Jay at the Helium in Philadelphia yes. this weekend. Oh, my at, gosh. Um, Yo, man, <laughs> I didn't do that, man. Look, 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 my, my, somebody needs, we need to talk to the team here. Yeah, let's go. We're going to have to, we're going to have to regroup and retool and all that because, dude, you can't be, I'm at the St. Louis Club. They put up there. I'm in Philly. I was like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you have my schedule. <laughs> Literally. Literally. You have all the dates. I, I just went to Philly. I was just in Philly three months ago. I'm not returning. I'm not going back to Philly, man. Not yet. Not in this weather. No. By the way, apologies for this weather. You are coming in. You flying in from LA. Oh, this ain't yeah. This but this ain't nothing, dude. I was in Chicago last week. That's them 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 sixty five out mile per hour winds. Uh-huh. No hurricane. <laughs> just wind and, and for just, no reason. Just wind for no reason. <laughs> yeah. It blew my fingerprints <laughs> off my finger. <laughs> I didn't have fingerprints. I was so like, yo, rude. son, where are my fingerprints, dog? <laughs> Had to buy them back from a crackhead. He picked them up. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. In Chicago, it makes sense, right? <laughs> it does. <laughs> all, kinds of, all kinds of violence happens for no apparent reason Hell yeah. in Chicago. Speaking of these different places that I do go to, mm-hmm. one of the most obscure places I went was San Francisco. Not because of the town. The town is beautiful. But the financial situation oh, is mind-boggling. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're telling me if you make $116,000 a year, Year, mm-hmm. You were considered to be living in poverty. Right. You got you got old men over the age of fifty with grandchildren mm-hmm. being roommates. That's messed <laughs> up, man. That is, now you you got SNL when you were twenty two years old. Twenty two. Hey, man, my grandkids. Hey, hey, man, I got a. Hey, I got my. I got. I, I got Ethel coming. I'm gonna put the sock in the door. <laughs> Like, I would hate that shit. Yes, I got Estonia when I was no, 22. No, when you're 22, and that was in New York, super expensive. Yeah. Did you live on your own? I did. Well, actually, well, I did live on my own, but I had I had my sister come up because she's my manager. Right. So I had her living with me. Not because not because I needed somebody to help me pay, mm-hmm. but just because I knew she had my back. And, Isn't that uh, crazy, the contrast, to think about that? Men and their grandpas are staying together now. That's in a, right. In a city similar to New York. Hey, and now let's not get this twisted. Let's, let me, let me, let me, let me, let's explore this narrative of my sister being in the house. Okay. Right? Now, did now, she it, did she pass or fail every lady that came through? I, well, she, she tried. it was basically she would have to sit in her room with headphones on and listen mm. oh, while listening no. to Fred Hammond. 
got gospel she music. She had gospel playing. I'm, I'm in the other room. Why just, you up her just? Oh, for the I'm love doing the devil's God. work. She's in the other room uh. doing the Lord's. <laughs> mm. It was kind of crazy, but that that ended when I was. Uh, I think I was 26. Uh, I, I was either 25 or 26. 2000 and. Uh, 2014 is when I uh, I moved I moved and got my own place. I said I need it, man. I've right. never lived by myself. Right. I went straight from my parents, and then I moved my sister up here. I was like, yo, and I looked at my check. I said, wait, you getting ten percent of this? Yeah, it's time for you to find uh, a place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's time for you to find. But a having place, that man. support, I would imagine again going to a city like New York, then jumping, yeah. of course, on SNL, having that support. How yeah. how big of a difference was that for your uh, early start uh, of your career? A big difference, man. You I, I, and I would tell people you always need some who is going to have your back yeah you know um she was definitely that buffer that kept the bullshit away right you know and um and i'm talking about young just, people are stupid we've all been there we we, yeah. we went to college and and lived in columbia missouri it was a bedlam crazy town yeah you yeah, people was, do dumb things in their 20s i can't imagine being on snl oh that my age. gosh man but i you know i was kind of you know i was i, I was about making my money i'm about right. making my money i wasn't really the party turn up i was like yo really? i got a freaking goal right you know, i'm trying to stack i'm trying to stack i'm trying to make this happen i'm trying to do this do this so it was never a oh let's go and let's just turn up like even though when michael che got on the show right. we yeah. turned up a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> i ain't even gonna lie we went to the club one time and it was this room what was it called the griffin i think the place was called the griffin club or whatever so right. we're in the club right and uh, they recognize who we are, right? They were, well, rec were recognized me at the time. They thought they called him Jay Farrell because right. everybody gets confused. <laughs> so, and they were like, they were like, hey, we're going to give you all a section. So we were like, all right, cool. So we had a section, right? And it was this drunk white chick, uh -oh. right? And, you know, drunk Go white on. chicks, they, you know, yes. some, it, sometimes it's funny, but sometimes it's like, all right, come on, Karen. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. So I'm in, so we so we in our own VIP section, right? Okay. We got a big bottle, whatever. We chilling, hanging, enjoying the fruits of our labor, of as we should have. Yes, of course. Drunk girl comes up, taps me on the show. I don't know how the hell through the through the through the uh, the velvet ropes because we got the velvet ropes, right? We got it roped off. <laughs> right. She taps me on the shoulder. No, she climbs over the velvet ropes, taps me on the shoulder, goes, "I want a drink," mm. and I was like. Excuse me? Well, it is like, a bar. Good right. news. Yeah. Right. And I, and I turned. I was like, and I'm thinking in my head, okay, this motherfucker can't be talking to me like that. Right. Like, <laughs> like she not, I, she's, not, uh, she's not that brave to talk to me like right, that. Right, right, right. I'm right. like, all right. So I turned around. I ignored it. And she does it again. I drank. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, oh, okay. So we got a security guard. Oh. So I make the drink with a smile, like mm. Charlie Murphy. Big ass <laughs> smile, right? What? Big ass smile like this. I was like, shh. I said, you want a drink, bitch? I said, here you go. I gave her the drink. She had thanks. I looked at the security. I said, yo, get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> he takes her. He takes her literally. I don't know. He like turns her into a fortune cookie. Mm. Right? It's like some origami yep. shit. Like yeah. some, some freaking move you, you only see in the, the book of Kama Sutra. Right? Right. Absolutely. So he takes her. He flips her legs up. He places her over the goddamn velvet rope and stands there. She tries. She's so drunk. She tries for 15 more minutes to get back in. Not no way. thinking that she did nothing wrong. She just think, uh, I think I'm you like, just relocated me. I'm going to remove yeah, myself. I, I, I allocated that ass to the <laughs> regulars. You don't, regular, you don't talk right. to, you don't fucking talk. <laughs> you don't talk to Jay Farrell that way. To, no, and it's just, listen, I treat everybody 
like human beings. Right. I don't I don't treat nobody different. I don't care if you're a crackhead, you're a freaking you're a homeless guy, or you work at Amazon. Right. You're freaking you're the head of Amazon. You gotta pay half your billions of dollars to your wife. I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> Very specific. Yeah, yeah man. Who could he be talking about? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm about treating people with respect. I give that same respect to you. I feel like you should have right. the same huspa right. to give me that shit right. back. Yes. But and I'm from the burbs. I bitch. agree. Right. So I'm used <laughs> to people talking to me in a very white collar fashion. Right. You don't talk to me like that, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so then this is an interesting situation because I'm curious how do you balance that being that young in that situation because you are in many respects certainly the to toast of the comedy community right. in New York City when you're a part of SNL for sure but as you just mentioned you're trying to grind you're and trying still to prove yourself still are. No, right. <laughs> but, right. But, but then you also have world renowned for his humble nature <laughs> but then you have to balance that the lifestyle that comes Definitely. along with it and we've seen the stories over the years so how do you continue that grind still do your social thing but not go too far with me it was all about you know it, it's all about my upbringing man yes. you know i come from a very strict christian household mm. like my parents like they're church folks right. both of them they're you know anything about that Trav? oh i know a little it, bit of yeah them. you did i know you yeah you, your pop is probably a pastor right like, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so you know but my pop ain't a pastor but hey i got beat in the church right you know what i'm saying like it's it, it, there's a certain there is a certain narrative that that you will follow when you have a certain upbringing mm. and and you know, I wasn't I wasn't for that turn up and all of that different type of stuff. My parents taught me like, yo, they're hustlers, both of them. Right. Both from the hood. One's from Best Stop, Brooklyn. Um, and the other one, he's from uh, Chessville Heights in Norfolk. You know, both hood. Right. But they work hard enough so the kids don't have to go to that. Right. You feel me? But they still they still wanted me to know where I came from. So, you know, I was I was in the hood hanging with my cousins and shit like that. Right. But it wasn't, you know, being of it, like being able, I call myself Constantine. Being able to walk in every single world. You know what mm. I mean? You you get mm. to walk in both worlds. Right. However, you you have the etiquette to know that this is a business. Right. You work and and you stack and and then you enjoy it with the person you're supposed to enjoy it with. Anybody like, in the industry who validated that point for you? Like anybody was like, hey, I get what you're doing, but you need to make sure you're taking care of your business. You need to make sure you're taking care of your numbers. You're making sure. Who was there anybody in the industry, whether it be with SNL or outside of SNL, that basically said, Hey, Jay, I see what you're doing. Make sure you're taking care of your P's and Q's so you can get what's yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark Lands, my business manager. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, Jew. That's an investment. <laughs> that's a cool, Jew. Yeah. It's like, yo, you know, uh, you know you're out here. You know, you're making money. You know, you're young. And, you know, uh, you could definitely blow it. I've seen it. But, you know, you, you, you got a smart head. So, you know, what you might want to do is, you know, you, you know, chill out a little bit and, you know, don't get involved with all of these uh, young ladies out here that, you know, just want to take your pockets. You know, always make sure you, you know, I know you're going to fuck. I know you are. <laughs> like, like, I know you're going to fuck. I know you're going to fuck. Like, it's like, yeah, that's it. That, yes. No, that's going to happen. It's a classic. It's a classic Hebrew hand. Uh, <laughs> I know you're going to fuck. Right? But, you know, you just make sure that you wrap it up. And, if, you know, if you need, if you want to feel things, you know, get a, get a bare skin condom. You know, it's right. not, you know, it's not worth it. And it's not. My grandfather gave me this advice before he passed away. Mm -hmm. He said, Jay, no matter what. <laughs> That's how you sound. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, Jay. That was very helpful. <laughs> 
He's like, Jay, no matter what, no matter what you do, always make sure you either strap it up or you pull out. And I was like, all right, cool. And he, he don't got no grandchildren from me no yet. <laughs> I mean, a couple of my other cousins, they didn't get that speech. Right. Ron, so. right. Who, uh, who could have used that direction during your time on SNL, whether it was oh a, a guest host or it was I'll somebody you, on the cast? I mean, it's somebody who could use it now that's, that's fresh up there. I'm not going to say who they are. But, you is know, he about 6'4"? Huh? No. Uh, <laughs> he's in the fives. Oh, okay. He's okay. in the five. Wait, who's 6'4 on the show? I think in Pete Davidson kind of tall. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Davidson is... I, Pete, I, there's no advice we can give to Pete Davidson, right? <laughs> this motherfucker's fuck Kate Beckinsdale, Ariana Grande. She, she has a type, by the way. I look up to him. Huh? She has a type. That guy on her picture up there on the left. Kate Beckinsdale or Ariana Grande? <laughs> Kate Beckinsdale. The guy on the left up there is a comedian by the name of Matt Reif. He's uh, yeah, he she, was on Wild Now. Yeah, they dated boy. too. She him, huh? So then we saw when got we saw the Pete Davidson thing, we go, "Ooh, she's got a type." Good. For she her. does. She likes yeah. young boys. Yeah. I gotta change it. my IMDb. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still young, but it's like, yo, it's like these dudes are like, okay, I'm okay. I just I, okay, I'm 31. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So I gotta, you know, I, but you go to Wikipedia and do that because I want to hit Kate Beckinsale too. Right. <laughs> like I was so I was so hurt when I saw that. I was like, oh, bitch, all those times. Times we had under, <laughs> the underworld <laughs> evolution. Me watching you and your cat suit. Me watching you in that black leather and you yeah. with that freaking white and black hair. Don't you know that's my fetish? It's upsetting that's that she fetish. hasn't reached out to you. I know. I'm so mad. You Nobody wanted to. Ser- I just got sexy like two years ago. You just okay? got sexy. I just got sexy. Yeah. Hey man, I- this ain't nothing. How's this it? Is How is new. it? How is it? How is it? It feels good. Looks great. Yeah. Dude, you're doing like, all right. When you're out in LA, like do dope, like a lot, because like, comedians, you know. They can be a little bit, you know, they're not as heady. Yes. Yeah. So going be not. Enough. So as you continue to progress in your career, are guys more self conscious about me? I need to hit the gym a little bit more often. I need to hit a, hit well, a private trainer. Well, you know, if, if you're smart, you do that. You don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't walk over here with the uh, you don't walk over here with the doughy body, like you know what I mean. But some some of these motherfuckers out here. I don't know why you just, keep looking at me whenever you say I, doughy I was, every time. I was side eyeing you, but I wasn't <laughs> like I mean, he, he said doughy, doughy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like me, when I was 28 years right. old, man. Not like this pile of shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> We're all beautiful people. Good stuff. Says John Legend. Listen, um, okay, so when I got 28, that's when, man, I got on my gym kit. Because I don't know if you saw a couple years before that, dude. But you know, I had hips. Like, I, like my hips were getting big. <laughs> like, yo, I was looking like Beyonce from the bottom. Oh, like, me no. and Cardi B had, a, had the same bottom. Oh, that's you know what I'm saying? The fat ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Makes I, sense. I had a fat ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people, they, ooh, you got a fat ass. Even, I remember I went to church one time, and this is how I knew my ass was fat. Because an old lady, an old sister, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, she's a mother, Mother Claude. That's what she is. Mother Claude. She's mother, mother Claude said, yeah, you used to have a fat hind pot. <laughs> Which, the, the fat hind pots. This is from the south, so yo, huh. my R's just get dropped. So yep. he said the fat hind pots, mm. like, and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, you used to be able to remember everything, but uh-huh. <laughs> I guess we're on the same level here now. Uh-huh. <laughs> she walked up to me one time. She said, I remember one time you was fat. I was like, word, like it's a sickness. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, oh, you know what? I heard you go in there. The they got the fat in there. Yeah, he, <laughs> he caught the fatness. Call, he caught oh, it. Oh, baby, he caught the fat. It. It's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. They're expecting an apology or so. <laughs> it's like, you were disgusting. Can you make this, uh, can you make amends? Yeah. But mm. but to the original point, I'm saying, like, when I got 20, 28, man, I got a personal trainer. 
and I had, you know, abs and all this stuff. I hadn't seen my abs since I was That's like That's what 20. Billy Blanks has been doing, yeah. man. Right. He's been Billy working Blanks? with Jay Farrell. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 that fucking Tybo guy. <laughs> What's he doing now? Is he, is he still grinding? You know, P90X kind of came and <laughs> fucking his life. Fuck. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Is hey, he oh, for real, dog? I, I hope he's P90. not funny. Oh. He, he was like, oh. He's actually, he, our next guest, Billy Blanks. Is here, everybody. <laughs> he just walks in. He just starts stretching because he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> now, I am curious, though, I, because this happens to everybody who was a former cast member at SNL. How many people said something to the effect of, are you sure you're ready to leave SNL? Are you what? What do you? Well, shoot, man, I don't. Ooh, I don't know, man. I like how many people were like, basically tried to create the narrative that man, it's going to be an uphill climb now that you don't have SNL attached as you try to do your own. It thing. was. It was mostly my Instagram followers. <laughs> it was like no in Twitter. It was nobody like would come up to me. I, I nobody probably they probably said it behind closed. They're like, I don't know if you should have left, but nobody's right. up. You're like, oh my god, you're so talented. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because. Let's talk about it, folks. I'm six foot two. Mm, all right. right. People, most people think that I'm five foot eight. Mm-hmm. So when they that's see me, that's a weird me, thing. Yeah. yeah. So when they see me, they're like, "Wait, I don't want to talk shit to him." <laughs> I don't know. He he don't look like he would take that very lightly. And I'm just gonna walk back into your good land and not say shit. Okay. Have a good day, Jay. Have a good day. Good day. I love your work. Love your work. Love what you do. You're good at what you do. You're like, bitch. What the fuck do I do? Well, I mean, comedy. <laughs> I, I just meant comedy. <laughs> I think we've got a new TV show idea. We host it and we facilitate Twitter users, Instagram followers, oh, yeah. etc. And we go, here is at 69420 for life. Yeah. Bring him on out. And they have to in person I wanted say that, their comment to I, you. I had that idea, but I was like, yo, somebody's going to get their neck snaps. So well, if you do like <laughs> bully right. beatdown style, fun. they yeah, have to get in the, get in the cage with you. Yeah. They should. They should. You know what? Anybody, I, I welcome anybody on my socials that talk shit. Just step in the ring. You want to step mm-hmm. in the ring? Let's right. do a cage, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm right. not small. I can fuck <laughs> you up. What if you I'm found out it was small. Michael Che all along? Oh, then, then hey, that's cool. So it'd be like Jay Farrell versus Jay Farrell. Like, <laughs> right. Like, oh. It'd be like the Spider-Man meme. Even people just yeah. point at each other. Mm. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. I'll, I'll tell you a story. And sometimes I use the Michael Che clout. I have to, right? <laughs> I have to. So I was in Buffalo, right? And I had, I, I was, my, my bag broke, right? Because the bag was a cheap ass bag. Right. When I had got it. I'm not going to say who got it for me. Thanks, Dad. But, <laughs> but I got the bag broke. So I had to get another one. Right. So I'm in the Uber, right? I'm on my way to Target because I'm like, all right, I just need something quick, whatever. Right. I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to get some luggage. Everything's going to be cool. The Uber driver says to me, you should go to all, you should go to Kmart. They have 70% off of all of this stuff and you should go. And I said, really? A pool? I will fucking go. <laughs> I fucking went. I went to Walmart. Not Walmart. I went to Kmart, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was a little apprehensive about the shit. Sure. I get my luggage. I'm walking to the front. This lady, old suburban white lady. Mm-hmm. She puts on the glasses. She puts on her glasses. She goes, she takes them off. She looks, she puts them back on. She takes them off again. She puts them back on. She says, are you the kid from SNL? <laughs> and I froze. I was like, 
<laughs> and she was like, she was like, nah, the kid from SNL wouldn't be here shopping at Kmart. <laughs> oh no! And I look at her and I was oh, like, no. I was like, actually, madam, I am madam. from SNL, mm -hmm. uh, and my name is Michael Che. It's nice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so now Michael Che shops at Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One day he'll hit his stride. He'll well, be able to shop. It'll work else. out for him. <laughs> now that you are on the road, you you did, of course, white famous. It didn't get uh, renewed. But yep. you are now back on the stand-up. We were talking a little bit uh, before this that you switching it up a little bit. Oh, You're yeah. You're kind of changing it up. What, what kind of pushed you to want to switch up some of your content? You know, well, just, you know, evolution. If you're not, if you're not evolving, man, then you're, you're definitely dying. Right. You know what I mean? And I looked at all of my stuff from earlier times, and I noticed when I'm fully aware of my environment, I can make jokes all day. Mm. But making that transition, like going from going from my hometown, going from uh, going from doing church shows and things and having a script written that I know works and then jumping out in the world um, on other stages and seeing that it didn't work the same. Mm. Like, you know, that frustrated me, man. Right. Like, I hate. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, yo, it, when you, like, right now, we kicking jokes, like, naturally, all day. Right. I can do this all day. Right. Come up, punches, everything. You looking but, for a job? He's annoying to do a show with <laughs> every day, man. Settle down in St. Louis. We can get you a great, you could own half the city for, it, it'd be good. Oh, wow. All right, half let's look into St. Louis. I'm yeah. going to look. I'll put my bid down. No, God. Um, so, when I'm looking, when I, when, I started, when I started putting everything together, man, I said to myself, I was like, wow. I was like, I know I, know I got the goods and everything, but I just got to learn how to how to translate it to everybody right so how can i do that and none of the stand-up that i did before uh 2016 i would say was was up to that level mm. my last i mean okay my last special i'd say that was good it was an inaugural special you know what i mean right. hi i'm here right. right but you know even the taping there was better stuff when i finally saw it put together i was like yo what is it i'm like hmm I need to start doubling down. I need to really study. I really need to study the craft of this. Right. I really need to look at, I need to look, it's just like when you're a rapper and you're trying to figure out what's hot, you're looking at everybody. Right. It's like study it. Study the craft of stand-up. See how compiling a joke, callbacks, see how, see how all of that shit works together. Right. But try to be different as well. Don't mm. follow what they do, but still understand what they're doing and apply it and see what you can do to change, to change your, 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 your base or whatever. And I, um, I think after Just for Laughs in, uh, in 2016, and then I did the Apollo. Um, I got standing ovation at the Apollo That's in Harlem. That's insane. And I was like, yo. Dream come true. That, that. was, that was a dream come yeah. true. Even though no, I only put a minute and 50 seconds of my performance on the show. Wow. And it was 15 yeah. minutes of straight fire. Everybody was there. Right. They stood up. That When they stood that up. That is such a long time authentic. to kill, especially there. Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I'm killing. And they only put two minutes. Well, you cursed. I said, bitch. <laughs> Censor it. It's easy. Censor it. <laughs> bitch. Beep. Yeah. Easy. They didn't want to do that. Right. right? So um, I say 2016. After that, man, that, that performance really just gave me a lot of confidence. And then I had to, you know, the black audiences, I came from the urban room, right? right? I mm -hmm. started there. Right. But there was something being on SNL and, and being there for so long that I kind of, I kind of lost a little bit. Okay. That, that, that urban edge that I right. used to have. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I was trying to figure out, I'm like, what is it? I'm like, oh, shit. 
Well, you should go in on people. Right. That was right. your shit. Right, bro. right. You're right. so used You see to that at every level. I see it here in St. Louis, too. Whenever people work different crowds, yeah. if they haven't worked the urban, like, that's what you're great at. Like, you do yeah. it wherever you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, I'm like, yo, I used to go in on folks. And I'm like, while I'm on this show, SNL, they have the, it's sweet comedy. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to be a little nicer. Hey, right. yeah, I'm, a, I'm a nice person. Right. I'm an asshole. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice asshole. I'm a nasshole. Nasshole. That's it. Hashtag that, please. Thank you. Hashtag that, please. Yeah, copyright J. So, so I'm saying, when I got the confidence, man, I did that. When I did that, and I went back to the urban rooms, I started like I was on a Martin tour. I'm still on a Martin tour. When we when we go back, okay, okay. What's it called? The the Littest Fuck tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did Oakland. First show there. Got a standing ovation. Oakland. I said, yo, I'm really rooms, on my man. shit. I'm about yeah. to say, you talking about some tough rooms these, right now. These, excuse, excuse me, dude. These are some nigga rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Okay. I told you. Let me tell you okay, something. Well, I'm just, you. So if we can sidebar here, do you feel that that's a nice uh, weapon to be able to pull out in your comedy arsenal? Word? I think no, no, no. Hey, N-word is great. I will say this. I think it's fantastic you can I do think that. the N-word, when it makes sense... Correct. It's a great weapon you to pull, though. You yeah. can't just pull you it out whenever you want, be, though. You don't just you don't just excessively I use it. Completely agree. You you know you have to you got to pick your just what, the same thing with cursing. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Uh -huh. Sounds like if, a conversation if we had. Every yesterday. other word somebody's just saying fuck, bitch, pussy. Right. Then it kind of it just, just waters you look weak. down. Yeah. yeah, you know. But if you if for twenty minutes you don't curse and then you know something happens, right. And the situation fits. To the word, and you say, man, well, fuck. People will laugh because right. it's like they feel the feeling. <laughs> right, right. And it's more not of motherfuckers. Even though some people like Bernie Mac. I'm about to say, you was about to go okay. to your Bernie Mac. Hold on. Bernie now. Mac, that was he like... can do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> this motherfucker's head. I don't even know what it's. I'm going to pump some of my bitch. You know, a real stupid bitch. You know, like that's funny. It's just his tone and everything. That's funny. Robin Harris. Ah, uh, officers of the goddamn law. Ain't this a bitch. Ah, uh, test two, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Give me my goddamn socks back. Like, that's funny. You know what I mean? But it's just, but even them, they they still knew how to inflect it right. in the right place. Who was the first impression that, that got over for you? Like, who was the one that you did in front of a crowd or even your family or whomever? Who was the one where you was like, oh, okay, I got something here? Iago from Aladdin. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> my first, my first impression was a white dude. Yeah, yeah, it was. You do that Gilbert Godfrey. I'm Maltese. <laughs> this is totally ridiculous. Hey, Jafar. Like you know, that's what I was doing at six. I was, we, we have I had no friends. We have a special love for Gilbert Godfrey. Really? We had him on the show, and he sure. couldn't have been nice. Yeah. Sure, he's a nice. It's so crazy because he'll be he'll be super turned up, but as soon as these go off, he's done. He's like, do you want to know what he does? He comes in, he starts kind of collecting whatever nuts or uh, water or whatever you have. He'll put it in his pocket and take off. <laughs> like, uh, thank you for the water. Thank yeah. you for the nuts. He's I'm a, a nut smuggler. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you know what? And, and that's okay. <laughs> I he love smuggles him. nuts. He's a nut smuggler. Uh, hey, I know one named Tatiana. <laughs> you talked about like you talked about Martin, and of course been on SNL. Who yeah. comedically, like, comedically has given you not only inspiration, but it's giving you some advice now Chris that Rock. your career can. Oh, wow. Chris Rock's definitely giving not me. Not familiar advice. with his work. Uh, <laughs> Chris Rock did Eddie. I'm, I'm did Eddie, and these and Chris Rock is actually my one of my comedic idols. Oh so, wow. Like bring the pain. That special. Uh, yes, that's game changer. Changer. That was a game changer. For I thought for the entire industry that was a game changer. Fire was like, yo, he's got facts, he's got punchlines, yes. but it's funny. Yes. He's, this is not. This is not like. This is not like fucking Larry David going out there doing this. This is not. This is not fucking George Carlin. This is a this is a black educated young brother. Yes. who's bringing facts 
and 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 making it and giving another niche of black folks. Yes. Like seriously. Yeah. For real. Like yeah. the educated, like Chappelle has that same type of audience, yeah. the smart, cultured, um, understood audience. Like, oh yeah, I get that. Right. Not like the not like you just walking out there and doing coochie jokes right. <laughs> for like 20, 30 minutes. Right. Which listen, I'm not knocking people no, to do that at all. all. Right. But you gotta when you, when you just talk when you're just doing coochie jokes for 35, 30 minutes. 40 minutes, are you doing, time. are you talking about your dick? Are talking about getting head? Are you talking about somebody eating you out? Are you mm. talking about eating ass? It's like, yo, where's the creativity? Right. And then when somebody does that for like 30 minutes, 35 minutes, right. and it's multiple people on the show, and somebody has a different flavor, well, they're already, you've already prepped the crowd to be like, oh, oh he going to do dick pussy jokes yeah, too? that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, it's like, no, I'm not because I'm different because I'm actually an artist. I'm above that. Right. I don't, have to, I don't have to resort to that. Right. And I can't have my mom can't listen to the album. Right. If I'm talking about coochie. <laughs> For half an hour. <laughs> I walked in the house one time. I had my shirt off, right? And my back was exposed. And, <laughs> you know, I get a little passionate. You know, so... <laughs> There was all these marks on my back. My mom's like, you got marks on your back? <laughs> Who did that, Jared? I'm like, mind your business. Ah, she went for that. I'm like, mind your business, Ramona. <laughs> hey, Ramona, mind your business, man. You know, uh, you know, I'd be out in these streets. <laughs> so Chris Rock did, what were some of the things that he like told you? Like I said, I would imagine. Don't like steal that, his tips he was giving in no, private. No, not at all. Fun. But I'm curious, like he, <laughs> but I would imagine like just that conversation would have been surreal, but I'm interested in hearing and like what he told you in that moment that <laughs> ultimately just, inspired you. We gotta get you in more sketches. We got to. We gotta get you in more sketches. That's what we gotta do. We gotta get you in more sketches. 15 minutes later. We gotta get you in more sketches. You're so talented. Not in any sketches. Is there a... <laughs> We've had the pleasure of talking to Tony and Jordan. Are there any variances as an impressionist in between Chris, Tony, and Jordan? If I mean, you, you know, you know what, Jordan them, Rock, yeah. Jordan Rock definitely, that is so definitely sounds like That this. is so crazy that you like, got Jordan. Jordan Rock, <laughs> listen, when he, when he gets famous enough for me to drop this, I'm going to drop this. <laughs> You know, Tony, Tony's just like this. I don't know. I yes. can't do Tony. Uh, I don't know. I don't and know. there's a little charade in there. I just heard <laughs> too. Oh, shit. He's one of them, too. He's a cousin. <laughs> He's one of them, too. He is one of them. He is one of them, He's too. one of those motherfuckers, too. Imagine how much God different that'd be received it. if I said that. He's like, the, he's, like the, he's like a Buddha rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> a Buddha rock. Like, look, yeah, he's, he's bald. He's jolly. He's <laughs> fucking, he's overweight. He's Buddha, he's Buddha rock. That makes sense, man. No, we won't he's, keep you too much longer, but I am curious. What's, look, I, I don't. I don't want to give too much away. Sure, but I I did hear a little rap flow. There was something going on <laughs> in the a little, uh, in little the lobby. Flow. And I, I look you and Donald Glover, yeah, all y'all multi talented. I can do all things effortlessly. I'm sick of y'all. Y'all make me. <laughs> but what what do you, can you can you talk about a little sure. bit of your hip hop right sure, now? Sure, man. Or? Like yo, for, okay. So I've been rapping since I was 13. Fun fact: an Italian dude got me to start rapping. His name was John Santoro. He lived across the street from me. He used to be really good at rapping. Um, and, you know, everybody was everybody liked Eminem. Um, and, you know, he definitely took the Eminem narrative. Right. But he was like he was a he's a New York dude talking shit. Like he was great. Right. He was he was like one of the best ones. So he started me, right? 
So I put out, <laughs> I put out mixtapes over my high school years. Road less right. travel. It was basically, it was basically me rapping over beats recorded on a on a microphone on a little uh, Windows mic, <laughs> which was trash. Yes, at absolutely. The time. Yeah. I tape, I scotch taped the Windows mic to the fucking screen. I put a black light in the back of a, a, a high-definition television box. I put a chair under there. Huh. I covered it all, and that was the booth. There was people that would come to my house and record, and they'd be on their knees. Now, in <laughs> retrospect... That's pretty retro- standard for recording studios. <laughs> yeah, well, Diddy Studio, of course. <laughs> 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 But we not going there. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's different now. He's different. Okay. Uh. But so people would come in and they were and that's how I would record my stuff. That's wild. Like dude, I just like I didn't have any equipment. I had literally sound recorder and somehow I had this thing called mix wave. So I would take the two files and I would merge them together. That's dope. So you would hear 50 <laughs> Cent rapping on a beat and I'd be over it trying to rap over them like, "Yeah, motherfucker." Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And so when I got 18, when, when I was 18, man, that's when I really got uh, pretty good at it. Right. Just because we had things like uh, we, MySpace, chat rooms. I started this group called Heavy Spitters, and everybody would be in there battling each other. That's but you would crazy. have to write out your rhymes. So right. me writing, I just got better. And I would freestyle so much. So I was already good at that. Right. So I was, all right, so 18, that's when it got good. 19, 18, I was about to, I was supposed to get signed when I was 18. You know, I was doing comedy though. Right. And you know, everybody was, you know, everybody was on my comedy shit. I put a video up on YouTube that, you know, everybody was talking about. And then I put the dip set camera thing up there. And then that went viral. So I was like, uh, maybe I'll just do this shit. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And, uh, you know, I've always kept it in my back pocket. Right. And I've been releasing tracks uh, over the years, especially freestyles and things like that. Like, I had a freestyle on Freedom. Uh, Shout out to Miles William. He's the one that actually did that with Just Blaze. Um, on, on, say, on, yeah. on Beyonce's uh-huh. album, Freedom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, that's the guy I work with. That's Miles crazy. That's, that's yeah. awesome producer. That's I did, awesome, like, I did like a four-minute freestyle on that shit, and that shit's crazy. But that was my, that was my thing, because while I was on SNL, they want me to rap. Right. You know, Lauren's like, you make more money during a comedy. <laughs> you didn't want to be a rapper, Jay. Nothing like a Canadian comedy <laughs> hardcore. I was, like, I was like, yeah, you really know. I was like, you really <laughs> missed it on Lord Drake. Michael <laughs> Right, Lord. I was like, and you told Drake he was only going to do the grassy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> but I understood what he was saying. Right. And it made perfect sense. Like, yeah, you you are like, okay, you're popping comedy-wise. Why are you going to rap? But I think that he possibly thought I wasn't going to do comedy anymore. When oh, I was yeah. Uh, and that's never my thing. Like, right, I'm like, I'm right. an entertainer. Right, right. Rapping is right. the same as comedy. Yes. Set up, punchline, delivery, execution, aggression, right. swag. It's right. all of that shit. Right. It's the same shit in comedy. Right. So it's like they can work together. And now with folks like Little Duval right. and Donald Glover. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's possible. If you're creatively inclined, then fucking do it. Right. So now, go ahead. Tyron Woodley is fighting for a, a welterweight title tomorrow. He's got a track and an album he worked with Wiz Khalifa on. Yeah, yeah man. Maybe he can rap. I don't know. I wouldn't listen to no Adrian Bronner song. <laughs> oh, no. So we can draw a line in the sand somewhere. Uh, I beat that boy. I beat that boy. I beat his ass. Y'all know he sounded kind of like Kevin Hart. You do. He did. He do, and his cadence is almost the same. Doesn't he? It's so, 
I beat that boy. Y'all saw me. Yeah, I saw me. I was like, man, we saw you get your ass whipped. Yeah, smoked. He got, he got his fucking ass. He got we, his ass. We whipped. got our ass, man. We just saw that whole fight. How do we? Okay, watching this, it made me turned off quite a bit. He went and he leaned, he got his ass beat, lied about getting his ass beat, was rude to the uh, to yeah. in ring guy, and then leans on the people. My people know. My people know. Get the hell yeah, out of here. People in the hood know. Yeah. People, people Everybody in the hood was like, "No, nah, nigga, you got your ass." <laughs> 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 Shit, man, he got oh. fucked. Yo, 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 for real. They aired that motherfucker. <laughs> they aired him, bro. They aired him. When you get aired out. That's yeah, terrible. That's pretty Somebody bad. Somebody say you get aired. That's brutal. Yeah, what's the craziest fight you've seen? I'll tell you the I'll tell you the funniest one I saw. All right, so it was this kid named Daniel Bridgio, right? This is oh, high school. Oh, Daniel. This is back high in school 2000. fight, man. It was a common people fighting in your high school? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Indian River. Yeah, did you have a park? Fight. Did you have a park you met at? Is there a meeting place or was it just in the high school? Uh what you know, wherever it went down was pretty yeah, much wherever it was, where going, it was going down. down. Yeah, they were wild like that. Mm -hmm. But before I talk about this, Bruce Wayne, my new single that's out. I got a whole I got uh three projects I'm dropping. I got another one called a silver screen. I'm gonna be dropping that's just that's like my story that shit's gonna be dope as fuck miles wait. williams producing that um me and titus the guy i rap with on the future moguls that song bruce wayne he's on it we got a project we're gonna drop i got another ep i'm gonna drop called uh heartbreak that's gonna be dope and that's that song that you heard yeah that's summit that's, that's okay gonna be up there and um yeah okay back to this fight okay <laughs> had to drop that. so first of all this does not look like chadwick Boswell. that does not this does look not, how, like how light skin not looks like, like prince Chad, really? why the fuck does it look like prince okay all right, all right back. take that up with mattel <laughs> okay <laughs> okay back to what i'm saying all right so this kid named daniel brigio now brigio man brigio was like a uh man, i shouldn't say his whole name i've already said it fuck whatever he's, like, <laughs> he's not listening okay so Brigio was kind of a bitch. Right. You know, and, and then it's funny because people would look at him and be like, Brigio, you a bitch. Like he would have to go through that every day, right? So it was this one kid named Ty. Ty, Asian kid, right? right. Little dude, five foot five. Brigio was like six foot two. Like, why are you fucking with this five foot five? Right. Kid, right. So um, <laughs> he wanted to fuck with Ty. He took a fucking, he took an apple and threw it at Ty's face. Hit Ty. Mm. Ty goes up to him. And like he punches him in the face, and Ty had a security guard. It's fucking it, yeah. He had an Asian security guard. It's my oh oh. He about that life. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and and he was a probably he was an Asian nigga too. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was. I'm sure he was Filipino or some shit. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's the happy medium, by so, the way. Uh -huh. So he throws the apple right. Uh, Ty, Ty punches him. The big dude comes, pushes Brigio. Like, come on, Brigio, come on. He's big as fuck. Like, right. he, he's like five Asian dudes in one. You know what I mean? So he's, <laughs> it was fucked up. I was like, yo, wow, Brigio's got his work cut out for him. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that so Brigio bitches up, doesn't do anything that day, right? Next day, Brigio gets Brigio gets suspended. Ty doesn't get suspended because Brigio's the one that threw the apple. Right. Like that. So next day, Brigio suspended, right? His mom was going through surgery or some shit like that. A bomb goes off, a stink bomb. Okay. Somebody, they used to do pranks and shit. Right. Somebody lights up a stink bomb. Ty goes, that smells like Brigio's mom. Mm. Everybody's like, oh, you know, how, you know how the crew do. Yeah. Oh, he talking about your mom. Oh, shit, we going to tell Brigio. <laughs> so the next day, Brigio comes and he's like, yo, Brigio, man, Ty was talking about your mom yesterday. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Rizzio's like this. He's like, what? My mom's in a fucking hospital, and this motherfucker's talking about me? Yeah. So he takes off, he takes off his fucking God body shirt. Uh-huh, of course. Which was sold at Scotsman. I don't know if you ever heard about that. It's like a bootleg fucking store. That was my next question. <laughs> So he takes off this fucking Scotsman's <coughs> jacket, right? The Scotsman shirt. He's got on this dingy ass wife beard. Uh-huh. And the walk is from the lunchroom to J Hall. That's where the fight's gonna go down. Okay. J Hall, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all, we get out the lunchroom. Bridgio's taking the shit off. I'm gonna get that motherfucker. We're all amping it up, like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we walk to J Hall, right? Um, Travis, one of my other friends when I was in high school, I can't even call him a friend. I didn't really have friends in high school. I had an <laughs> acquaintance. I went to none of these motherfuckers. Right. Like, I'm hey, on the bigger, better friend. thing. You know I mean? <laughs> so we get in J-Hall. Brigio sees Ty. He's like, talk shit now, motherfucker. He's got on his wife beater. Oh, boy. He throws the first punch. He fucking misses. <gasps> no, Brigio. He And everybody was, and we were like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, he did. He yeah. My homeboy, my, oh. my homeboy Travis, just to amp it up to make it seem like something's happening, he beats on the lockers and goes, yee! <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it just fucking walks around. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Bridgio has missed this fucking punch. Okay. Ty picks him up, he body slammed the fuck out of him, right? <laughs> the security Mr. Joppy comes in, he breaks it up. Brigio in his mind, okay. Brigio puts his hand up like this, like fucking Undertaker. Because <laughs> in his mind, he won the fight. Right. Like, right. he did this. <laughs> Wait so a minute. He was like, last like ride, he's bitch. Selling it like, to the judges. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, walk, to, walk to the middle of the ring. And what is so funny, it was this random black kid. <laughs> he walks past with his arm up. The black kid goes, You know you lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> That shit had to be one of the funniest <laughs> fucking fights. That's my favorite. I've ever seen. I was like, oh my God. Oh, I wish, oh, I wish it was the viral age. That shit would have went viral. He Brigio misses punch and gets Brigio gets slammed by Asian dude. <laughs> and the funny thing is always that black guy in the room, like, you'll know your ass off. <laughs> He's always, always there. There's always yeah. that one black guy in the room. Can't lie about no, it, whatever you mean. You lost. Did you did you see anything growing up that was memorable like that? Not to that effect. But again, like I said, I grew up in St. Louis and um, Oh, you've seen mad shit. I've seen boy oh boy. Like I've seen things I'm like, man, that's that's not illegal in any state. I mean, that, that's 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 it. That's inappropriate. But yeah. Man, I, you see so much stuff in college and those are like those are just brutal. Those are bad. But like the memorable one, ninth grade, I'm fourteen, okay. standing in a in a packed hallway full of things, kind of scared, kind of what I'm still like yeah, just yeah. standing I'm six one at the time, uh-huh. maybe, so I'm standing there and two senior girls got into a fist fight two feet from me. My friend and I probably just hit puberty or something. They start getting after it, and these two Hoosier bitches start knocking the piss out of each other, get down to their bras, like where one's getting like ripped off. I'll never forget it. It was a seminal moment in my life. That is memorable. I've seen better fights. was scared fights. and horny at the, same, at the same time. It's an experience. I've been chasing that dragon ever since, man. He goes on. You go on fucking you porn. You're like oh. <laughs> fighting tits. Yeah, there we go. I have to delete 14 year old. Like I'd be like, oh no no no, don't don't put that in. No, you don't want that. Yeah, who the fuck? Why? You know what? I hate when you go to sites and then like when you go to the search bar, somebody weird has clearly <laughs> been there mm. and they've already got mm. it. It's, mm. it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like pissing on. It's like pissing in force. You're like, what the fuck? Why does it have to be in force? Why does it have to be force? Like, just ask. <laughs> 
motherfucking ass. A like, regular stream's fine. I get pissed off. I get pissed off when I go to some of these sites, right? Because, you know, everybody has their thing. Right. Now, me, I like seeing women in lingerie stockings and shit. That's my shit. You know right. I, mean? I think a woman looks, the legs look very sexy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's why a woman over 40, that's why I like Kate Beckinsdale, because I know she got some shit. Ah, we yes. we got to make that happen. <laughs> so, so, I'm like, yo, so I go to these sites and you're typing in stockings, whatever, but they don't, they don't filter it for just women. Right. <laughs> so you go in, you type in stockings, and then you might click on a video, you're like, oh man, this motherfucker got a fat ass. And he turns around, it's a fucking it's a big ass wang, and it's just swinging. But you're halfway through. You're like, you're like, well, shit, now, what am I gonna do now? Such stories all the time. I yeah. totally understand. Oh my God. Oh, she looks so authentic. She, she Jesse Smullin' it. <laughs> Are, are you gonna be? I'm sorry. Uh, would you would you let Jesse back into uh, the, the Hollywood mix? No, I'll say the Hollywood mix. You don't even have to I go mean, as far I, down. I don't know if you can trust somebody. That, <laughs> I wouldn't trust. Look, maybe I let him back in, but he can't enter my house. He might yeah. steal some shit. <laughs> I, we did yeah. say we did say. I was like, man, if there are two communities that you definitely don't want to really piss off, it's the, the black LGBT LGBT community and the black community. Yeah, like those are the most He's vocal communities. Got both. <laughs> That's why I showed my support. Right. I was one of those celebrities who was bamboozled, who put a picture up uh -huh. with Jesse Smollett. Because I was like, all right, I said, black man, and he's homosexual. He's a minority fucking for real. Right, okay? hardcore. So you got to, you know, you right. got to show your support. And when I heard that damn story, they told, when I, I thought it was two white dudes. They told me he's two black dudes that look <laughs> like they came straight from Wakanda and put nooses around his neck. With a MAGA country hat? And it was like, MAGA country, bitch? I said, that don't even sound right. <laughs> You're not doing it right. right. I was like, black folks, you know if we see a noose, we'll start breaking out in hives. Like, yeah, we don't. Uh, yep. We, we breaking hey, out in hives, hey. start coughing. Hey. Ah, we don't like looking at ropes in general. Like, hold on now. What yeah. you going to tie minute. that up with something? What you trying to do now? A after I watched Rosewood, I needed a week's worth of emergency. <laughs> a week's worth of it. A Rosewood. And it was Rosewood. Oh. This is a movie. Yeah. Imagine seeing that in person. You telling me that? I said, "What the fuck out of here?" Okay. There's black people that are celebrities that claim that claim to be you know Trump supporters. Sure. But who the fuck you know in your community that's in black the hood, <laughs> in the hood yeah, that's gonna yet. say that shit? No, 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 no. I'm like, go to your goddamn cookout next time. Go to the Fourth of July cookout. Have a family reunion. Start Trump bashing and see which one of your family members being the corner sipping Heineken, not saying shit. Because <laughs> most likely, it's always the that's Heineken. It's Heineken. That Jesse Smollett your ass. And you Man, can't trust him, and he probably molested everybody in the family. Oh no! He's probably not saying shit about it. <laughs> Uncle Frank is a fucking liar. <laughs> I'm just saying. I need to end on that. You need a break. That was amazing. I'm just hey. This and look and like we're talking about. This is the evolution. You see, I ain't come up here for. 40 minutes and just do fucking voices? No. Hell no, we talked about shit. You know why? This is real. You're a why? real dude. I'm a grown ass motherfucking man now. <laughs> I bought a house <laughs> and I have real fucking problems. Like, I, got a, I got a mortgage, damn it. <laughs> mortgage, goddamn it. Why do, why do I keep wanting to just very earnestly shake your hand uh -huh. now? This is very real. Great work, sir. <laughs> My name's Jay Farrell. My name is Jay Farrell, but now it's Jared Farrell because I have to pay bills. <laughs> Jay Farrell, catch him at Helium in Philadelphia Helium this weekend. Helium Comedy Club. Man, come on. You're going to go below the gallery. <laughs> no, You're going to see him all weekend here in St. Louis. We loved Indeed. having you in, man. Yeah, I can't say enough about this This was one, really fun. Really bro. appreciate it. I'm going to go listen to Jay's new album. Yes. We're going to hang out some Spotify more. right now, Bruce Wayne. Check that out. If you want any old links, go on my SoundCloud. Jay Farrell, check that out. But I have projects that are dropping this year, and that was the and I'm doing it. I'm dropping Congratulations. Them. Thank you so way, much. Man. Congrats. My Enjoy St. Louis this weekend. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Man. Appreciate it. Where's Nelly at? <laughs>
<laughs> What's he doing? Is he coming? <laughs> he better be. We'll tweet it. <laughs> Don't do that. Ho, 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 ho. Let me in now. Uh-oh. I had to do it. I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicure the toe. Hey, oh, pretty God, pink pants, go. parachute go. All right. Yeah. The fact that y'all know that shit like that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really, it's like, it's our national Fuck anthem. Fuck all these melodic rappers. Nelly was the first <laughs> was to do the it. He was the first. He was the fucking first. Yeah, Nelly walked so Drake can run. Absolutely. Damn, damn right. <laughs> he walked so Drake could run. Exactly. Did you just get a taste of how you should open the first 12 minutes of your show tonight? <laughs> yes, I did. I will be definitely singing It's Hot in Here. <laughs> Thanks, I'm like, oh, this is, this is St. Louis, isn't it, bitch? So. 